Welcome to Kaizen Time, part of the Blood, Sweat, and Business podcast, where we provide constant improvement to businesses through timely, actionable financial solutions. Do you want answers to your financial questions? Email us at bsp at kaizencpas.com. I'm your host, Mark Valeski. Now let's get started. Welcome to Kaizen Time, part of the Blood, Sweat, and Business podcast. I'm joined by Eric Jorn, a partner here at Kaizen. Welcome, Eric. Thank you, thank you. Today we're going to be talking about BOI, Beneficial Ownership Information what is this horrible sounding thing? <laughs> well, most small business owners who run legit small businesses are probably thinking this thing, here's another headache that I have to deal with, right? And mm-hmm. um, beneficial ownership reporting is really just reporting to a government agency to say who are the owners of this business. Okay. Let's let's actually talk about what entity of the government's doing this. So this is not the IRS, which is a which is who we're typically dealing with because yep. we're doing taxes. So this is the U.S. Treasury, and within the Treasury there is the FinCEN. Is that, is that FinCEN. Called? Yep, FinCEN. you got it. Uh, Financial Crime Enforcement Network. I did study for this <laughs> right here, um, but all this stuff is really new for 2024. So this is nothing that's ever come out before. So kind of exactly. give me a little bit of got a little history lesson on this. Yeah, well, so essentially what they're trying to do is prevent fraudulent businesses from laundering, hiding, stealing money. Um, I mean, that is uh, FinCEN as a division of the U.S. Treasury or a Bureau of the U.S. Treasury. Uh, that's their job, right, is to figure out and fi- figure out what companies are, are racketeering, laundering, um, and this is committing all financial businesses. crimes. It's not just... You know, small businesses. We're talking top to bottom. Every yeah, they govern every. They okay. pretty much govern everybody. Uh, us in the financial services space are very familiar with them, especially on, if you are uh, a broker or a um, financial advisor. You have to comply with a lot of FinCEN rules because obviously you are using people's money to help them make more money. So we're familiar with that agency. However, the small business landscape is really not, right? If I'm a, say, auto repair shop, Mm -hmm. I've probably never heard of FinCEN. Because you've never really had to worry about it. A lot of the work is just above the bar, Exactly. You're you're working with a very um, physical product. Yep. There's there's not a lot of, I guess, questionable uh, financial activity, right? Exactly. So... Um, so now <clears throat> to help combat some things where people were, you know, creating false entities and hiding ownership interests and trying to layer things to create. I mean, I, I guess if you've ever seen the, the TV show, um, Ozarks okay, and they're laundering money, that's kind of the whole, I guess, crime concept of that TV show. So you're telling me someone in the U S treasury watched Ozarks. I'm that's sure what, <laughs> what well, that would be really funny. Right. <laughs> um, but so essentially the con- one of the things that they are doing are creating multiple layers of entities to hide direct ownership of different, different holdings. Right. And they're, what they're doing is they're washing money. So they're creating fake, they're running a business and creating fake expenses to run this income and fake expenses through that business to, essentially take cash and put it into the financial network, okay. also the banking system. Uh, but doing this, they're using fake entities in which FinCEN is always trying to find, you know, where are these activities happening? Find out what's legitimate, what isn't. Exactly. So what do these businesses have to do to comply? Yep, yep. So essentially it's uh, annual report of uh, ownership information for uh, any business that is uh, 
organized or registered with the state. So this is going to be corporations and LLCs. So C-Corps? C-Corps, S-Corps. So this is a legal entity. Uh, this is a legal entity determination. So meaning you have uh, in the legal entity space, there's LLCs and corporations, mm-hmm. uh, partnerships, S-corporations. Those are all tax attributes. Okay. Um, so legal entities. So if you have an LLC that holds your real estate, if you have an LLC that owns a, a, your business or a corporation that owns and runs your business, uh, you have to file one for each one of these legal entities. Okay. And this is starting in 2024. But we're supposed to be working on it like... We're supposed to be doing the preparation component right now at the end of 2023, right? Like preparing. It's a good idea to have this to start putting this on your radar because there are some time sensitive things that might come with this. But ultimately, if you're going to be steady as it goes, you're an existing business as of 1-1 of 24. So you're incorporated or organized as a corporation or LLC prior to the end of 2020 or 2023. Um we have about a year to figure out how we're going to handle this and report it. If you're opening a new business, you must file this within 30 days of opening that new corporation or LLC. Uh, You don't have enough to do when you're starting a new business, right? (laughs) Exactly. And then um, this is where you have, this is the time to be educated about what you need to do. Because if you make any changes to your existing ownership as well, this requires reporting. Um, so most states are interpreting the actual reporting of this to be a, um, a practice of law, meaning me, us as an accounting firm really should not be handling that. So who does that mean has to handle this? So it's either the business owner, right? Because you can practice your own business law on rep- and represent your own business, just right. like you could follow your own. Uh, you can create your own corporation and you can file or create your own document, corporate charter documents, your LLC membership documents, all that can be done you as you as the business owner. But if I, if somebody has, wants to do this on behalf of you, they have to be able to practice law. So meaning your attorney mm-hmm. has to do it, but this kind of makes sense. It's pretty convenient. I start a new corporation or LLC. Well, guess who's helping me do that? My attorney. So while they're starting that new entity, they should immediately go and file your BOI report. Yep. If you a if you are making a legal change, you're buying out a partner, you're adding a partner or shareholder, uh, you're getting divorced, something happens there, a business needs to succeed, maybe the owner passes away, and I inherit that stock. All these are all reporting events. But guess who has to do legal paperwork to execute all those things? Your lawyer. lawyer or attorney. So in many ways, we dodged a bullet <laughs> is what I'm hearing. Uh, you know, it, it's it's similar. I mean, we look at it similar to an annual report, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you open an LLC or corporation with your state. It's just another document. Every year you have to file it. It's not like this is a complicated report. Mm-hmm. However, it's just under one lane of law. Um, just like, I guess, a mechanical auto repair shop might not do body repair. We understood. That makes we sense. handle tax law. We don't handle business law because you that has to be done by an attorney. Yeah. Um, they're completely separate train it, trains of activity. Exactly. Right? Uh, so fi- again, as w- we don't know exactly what the process looks like, so there's a portal that's supposed to open up January first of 2024 mm-hmm. to go in and, and report all this information. 
Um, so we don't know really form or function. What we do know is anybody who I believe has 25% or greater interest inside of that corporation or uh, LLC is uh, you are required to report their information as that beneficiary of that entity. Okay. So in the end, Really, this is just another document for reporting. This isn't something you have to worry about. Oh, I'm going to get dinged for the, Well, you could get dinged for it right, yep. if you're not doing your reporting. But, you know, oh, we're not paying any extra to the government or anything. This is just a type of reporting. They want to know that everything is basically you're, you're above the bar. Kind it, of thing. Exactly. The, this is a, a compliance report. Uh, as far as we know, there's not going to be fees associated with uh, with FinCEN to receive this. There's not a filing fee as far as we're concerned. Obviously, if you need to have your attorney uh, file this for you, they'd probably charge a fee. Most attorneys uh, offer some sort of package where they will handle your, say, corporate minutes, which you're supposed to keep every year. And if you're not doing that, that's probably a good time to start thinking about <laughs> doing that. Uh, they may file your annual report, which needs to be done every year. And I assume that we're just going to throw this thing in the ring. Um, as of now, we don't know what the ongoing cadence of filing is for your annual requirement to file. That could be, is it around your organization or incorporation date? Maybe it is, you know, calendar based and everybody's doing this in January. Jeez, I hope not because that's going to be a... (laughs) You know, we got enough things that are due in January, January, right? We're we're year-end planning, we're budgeting, we got 1099s, we got W-2s. I mean, there's just a million things that need to happen going into the new year. I hope they allow this to be uh, different for every business and kind of spread out throughout the year. Uh, Important thing, though, uh, there are penalties associated, and and I I have to read off paper because... uh, They're going to give you a ticket? (laughs) Exactly. So, um, the uh, you, so if a person has reason to believe that a report filed with FinCEN contains inaccurate information and voluntarily submits a report correcting information within 90 days, there's no penalties on that. So, that's good. So, if you make a mistake, you can correct it within 90 so days. So, if you're the business owner, you, you file it. Yep. There's an error. You're good. It's okay. So, here's where penalties come into play. Uh, people that are willfully failing to report complete information. Does this include ignorance? Because if you mistakenly, because some people claim it, right? Yeah. As it reads, willfully is a pretty, uh, to me, is a a pretty standard word that says, yes, I'm exactly. Um, So that penalty uh, is... $500 $500 for each day that the violation continues up. Uh, and it also can include criminal penalties such as imprisonment for up to two years and an f- additional fine for up to $10,000. So that could, uh, that could be pretty, a pretty that expensive financially crippling. If you, if you say, understand. you know, Hey, I'm just not going to do this. It could come back and bite you pretty bad and be financially crippling. Especially if you don't find out within the, if it, Five hundred day, five hundred dollars a day stacks up pretty quick. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, what would be you know your best advice to a small business owner? To a, a small business owner, uh, LLC. Keep keep a yeah keep apprised of this right. Just just keep an eye on it. Let's put a let's put a calendar reminder. Let's say in October mm-hmm. of next year, if I have an existing business, that hey. 
who is what handling is my done? BOI reporting? What, yeah, what are we doing here, right? I think there's going to be a lot more information published between now and then. Which we'll be doing too. We'll it, stay on top of this. Yep, we're going to stay on top and we will feed whatever information we can. And, it, you know, maybe if we're allowed to help prepare this, this could be something that we do. But as of right now, you're going to come uh, journey, Eric? <laughs> as of right now, this. Uh, we're going to err on the side of your attorney should be handling this, especially, again, in the cases of uh, those actions that need to get taken right away. I open a new LLC, open a new corporation. we got to follow this right away. If I have any changes of owners or officers, and once that legal documentation is completed, handled, and filed, mm-hmm. let's report those changes right away. And, again, who is involved in that process? That is going to be your attorney. So make sure that, again, this they is would a, have been involved anyway. This is a good opportunity for if you are a, if you are a small business owner and you have not been keeping up with your corporate or LLC compliance, meaning we're not recording our meeting minutes, we are not drafting resolutions as we need to. Uh, maybe we're not even filing our annual report. We don't have a good process for that. It's a good time. Let's revisit corporate. Um, corporate compliance and let's make sure our LLC and or corporation is following the necessary rules to uphold that legal protection. The whole reason we incorporated or created an LLC is to have corporate protection. And if we're not following the rules within that, you do risk yourself an opportunity to lose those uh, entity veils. Okay. Okay. Um, I guess uh, one last thing I really, um, Let's see here. I want to I want to touch base on is that's what they should be doing if there are changes. Yep. But if everything's steady as she goes, right? Nothing's really changing. That's when it's like, hey, wait, let we can revisit this later down the road. But if there are changes happening, that has it. Especially as soon as twenty twenty four hits, yep. that needs to start getting. I would jump in. I would jump into the reporting right away if you do have a change or a new entity. That is key item. All right. All right. Anything else you want to add, Eric? There is a list a, a list of businesses that are exempted from that. Oh, our list. Everyone li- wants to be on this list. Well, it, uh, our listener base is probably not going to fit under that. Sorry, um, guys. <laughs> so our exemptions are. I'm gonna I'm gonna read through a list very quickly. As small text. It is securities reporting issuer, government authority. Bank, credit union, depository institution holding company, money services business, broker or dealer in securities, securities exchange or clearing agency, other exchange act registered agency, investment company or investment advisor, venture capital fund advisor, insurance company, state licensed insurance provider, commodity exchange act registered entity, accounting firm, public utility, financial market utility, Pooled investment vehicle, tax-exempt entity. Entity is assisting a tax-exempt entity. Large operating company, uh, subsidiary of certain exempt entities, and an inactive entity. Um, Now, I heard accounting firm in there. I heard it too. Uh, We are not exempt because we do not do audit or review for SEC reporting companies. So this list is comprised of businesses in which are already largely governed by FinCEN, hence why they are already exempt. Now, we also said large operating entity. So that means 
it needs to follow six different criteria. They must have more than 20 full-time employees. Or the 20 employee, full-time employees must be employed inside of the United States. Business must have an operating physical presence in the United States. Business files a federal income tax return demonstrating more than $5 million in gross receipts. Business tax return is a C-corporation tax return, S-corporation tax return, or a partnership tax return. Gross receipts or sales from sources outside of the United States uh, are excluded from that $5 million measurement. So if you're making sales outside of the U.S., that excludes from the... So essentially $5 million domestic sales, 20 full-time employees, physical presence in the United States, and um, any foreign revenue is excluded. Okay. So most of our clients, though, they are not excluded. They don't meet all six of that criteria. Okay. All right. Well, very good. And if there are questions, anyone can reach out to us. We're happy to. We will provide guidance as best we can. can. This is all new for everyone. Exactly. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much, Eric. Thank you. You've been listening to Kaizen Time, part of the Blood, Sweat, and Business podcast. If you like what you heard, subscribe and leave a five-star review. This podcast has been brought to you by Kaizen CPAs Plus Advisors, providing advisory and accounting services to help you grow your business. Learn more at kaizencpas.com or email us at bsb at kaizencpas.com.